whatever. Fuck it. Okay. And three, <laughs> two, one. Episode zero, Rev Match Podcast. And here we go. What's going on, guys? What's up, boys? Uh, Let's pretend hello, like hello. we haven't been talking for 30 minutes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Me, you, and Mike have. Nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no technical difficulties is what happens. It's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, this is uh, essentially it's a podcast by a bunch of dudes who aren't rich car dudes, but are car dudes, right? That's the whole point. Yep, absolutely. Regular yeah. guys building cars just like everybody else. Um, And why should you give a shit? Uh, so, let's just, what do you got to build? John, you have the obvious car. In yep. the frame. So let's start right. with you, man. What's your name? What do you drive? What do you build it? What do you do? All right. So I'm Jonathan, uh, Porsche Tech by trade. Uh, have a 65 Mustang, as you can see in the background. Uh, currently doing a full engine build, suspension swap on the front end right now. Um, Going to do a 332 Stroker, uh, all Ford's internals, uh, doing a full fuel injection system. Uh, gonna swap out the body harness, uh, upgrade that. It's just gonna be a completely different build. Um, eventually, uh, you know, grand scheme for the car is gonna be track. Uh, would love to be able to take it to the track. Um, and besides that, my daily is a 2019 STI. Um, got a couple mods done to that. So, uh, that's about it, man. Right, so when you say you're gonna track it, are you planning? I don't know anything about your car, so this is actually interesting to me. Are you gonna are you gonna drag it? Or are you gonna you you trying to put it no, on no, corners? No, no. Yeah. Oh, it's corners. No, no, Fuck no. yeah. yeah it's okay. Be nice. So this nice, is nice, gonna nice. be my Canyon car. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. You don't see a lot of like '65 Mustang Canyon cars. So Where'd you have? I'm doing a doing a full K member swap in the front, and then okay. I will drop a Fox body style front suspension in with coilovers and steering right. and all that jazz, um, and then. Probably not next winter. I will do the four link in the rear and do coilovers okay. as well. And then I've been in touch with Feel Suspension, and they're gonna help build a set of coilovers front and rear for my car. So Feel, that's OD Bakshi's, right? The one in yeah. uh, down Southern Cal. Yeah, yeah. He yep. he yep. he has he has a drift program, right? He drifts an S14. Yep. And I think one of his one of his employees actually drifts a new edge mustang yep and he has a custom i think i follow that guy on instagram actually no i think, I think it's eddie drifts or something like that but so that's they, tight, don't dude. they don't have uh the actual shocks or suspension setup that actually i'm looking for so right. they're talking about actually specifically making it for my car that's fucking rad that's super rad dude so that's what, what, what suspension is that it's feel suspension I'll bring it up right now. Actually, I follow these dudes on on Insta, so you can. It's the so, suspension Ryan had in his car before, his twelve uh, SDI. Uh, Who's looking it up? Who's streaming right now? I was trying Oops. to. I was trying. But um, yeah. So I'm gonna drop that in there, and then um, gonna do a little line lock system, doing a power brake upgrade, full disc all the way around. Like I said, rack and pinion. Do a half cage so I can run a four or five point harness. Oh, you're trying to, to do the whole whole damn thing. Oh yeah, so I mean. So this is yeah, this is fuel suspension right here. I don't know how well you guys can see this. Um, I don't know if we get content strikes or anything like that for this, but their website up right now. Not that anybody's watching us right now, anyways. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's a uh, that's basically what this dude is doing. 
like yeah so this is this dude is yeah. Odie Bakshi's and um this guy right here on this highlighted photo and then his homie or one of his so weird is uh is this dude right here does it pause this does it gotcha. pause the screen share on your guys' end when I do this? No, Can, no you're good. No. Okay, so it's only on my end. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he drives this teal Mustang right here. Okay, nice. Yeah. So and so he's got he's got that and then he's got this termi that he built and this is like a full on like like uh he autocrosses the thing, canyons it and shit, and this thing's fucking pretty badass. Dude, yeah, hell? I mean the Forge internals that I got and everything that I purchased, it uh-huh. it'll handle uh, about 800 horsepower. Um, oh no shit! If I, ch- if I change some of the rods, it'll uh-huh. be uh, close to a 1200 horsepower handle. So my weak link at this point would be just the block. And that's so that is that a is that like a mod engine block that three three is that a mod, or are you still running like an iron? It's still a cast iron block. Okay, I mean put a lot of engine you can put a lot of power through a cast block that's tight is that a yeah. is that a, a car you've had in your family or is that like something you know so i got the car when i was a sophomore in high school okay uh, um and then from that point forward it went up the street came back and i tore it completely apart like if it unbolted from the car it came off um right. replaced all of the front inner fenders uh frame rails uh welded it all back into place bolted everything back up uh, rewired everything, um, whole nine. Uh, so basically, spent like two and a half years rebuilding it. Uh, didn't even get to drive it through high school. Uh, it wasn't until I graduated that I got to drive it. And then, yeah, daily that thing for nine years before I bought my uh, white S- uh, WRX from Mike. Oh, that's right. Do you still have that thing? Nope, sold it. No, you sold that not too long ago, right? That okay, that's right. Yeah, that I thing was. That. I do miss that car. That thing was tight. We've all had I a miss guy. That. I miss that car so bad. So, I should have bought that thing so back bad. from you. So uh, for everybody who might actually watch or listen to this, let we need we have a confession that we have to make. Um, <laughs> four out of the five people in chat are now or have at one time been Subi Bros. So <laughs> none of us vape. None of us, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's, no, there's no vape. Here. No, no. There's quite a few potheeds in the <laughs> chat, but yeah. Um, but this will not be a Subaru focused podcast or content generation. I take pride like in breaking my Subarus. We know, Tim, and we'll get to that. You have time <laughs> we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We got a lot to talk about about that. If you, yeah, if you think that we were going to skip by, if you think we were going to skip by. Engines that, require that, oil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact. Fun pro tip. Pro tip. Got to put on that thing. Just <laughs> what, what's oil? What what is this? And not not canola oil, not hash oil, Timmy. You gotta uh-huh. put yeah, you gotta put the motor oil five, in it. Generally, it's five W thirty and about four and a half quarts is what you want to throw in that thing. Dude, you I was just sprinkling the... the salt right on Timmy's. Oh, that was great. <laughs> He's just dumping the whole thing. I'm sorry, man. Like he knows. Hey, he man, knows. you could at least you could at least be like the like the Asian chick little meme where she's walking out, opens a hood, and takes a whole bucket of oil and just pours oh, it on the yeah. You could at least oh, on that. Could've. We'll get right. there. Is this we'll where the oil there. goes? Is this where it goes? Somewhere right. around there. So I'm just gonna move through my screen because it's the only one I can see. So next to John is Mike. So Mike, what do you drive? What are you doing? What are your plans? 
Um, currently drive 2015 Subaru STI. Um, I guess you consider it stage two. Um, Stay catalyst downpipe, catalyst downpipe to three inch uh, all the way back. Uh, Magnaflow mufflers on it. Um, KW suspension, full coilovers, uh, white line, bigger sway bars and end links. Uh, custom alignment on that thing. Um, short shifter. I think that's technically it. Top tune, right? Uh, basic. Mean, basic stuff, you know. It's yeah, first yeah. um, right? Like you gotta have an invested, you invested yeah. more in suspension, probably first and foremost, than power. Uh, right. Currently in talks with uh, M45 up in Auburn, California, right. to build a motor, um, do forged internals, uh, stock heads, looking to do possibly 400 horsepower. Um, probably right off the get though, probably just do built bottom end, um, go to E85, uh, be prepared for more power, got to save dollars, um, and then probably go to a Cobb 20G, um, and then do the, uh, Perrin, uh, top mount, uh, get some more power out of it and get okay. consistent 400. That's reliable. That's the, that's the goal is you guys know it. I drive the crap out of it. Yeah, uh, not nice to it. When it gets taken out, it gets it gets beat on. So yeah, um, keep up with some always... fast shit, man. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I don't interrupt mean... you on anything. Is but like you and Johnny building motors and stuff. You guys are actually touching your motors. Like you guys are actually shooting for like what four hundred to five hundred horsepower. Like yeah, you, usually when you hear people building motors, everyone's just shooting towards the moon. It's like I yeah. want twelve hundred horsepower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A realistic like, that's goal a moderate amount. Yeah, realistic goals, you know, like yeah, we're not goals. we're not those dudes, right? We're not like so. In case anybody got a budget, yeah, budget. We all live in we all live in Cali. Like rolling around in a thousand horsepower streetcar is not really a thing out here. I mean, oh. there are people that do it, but there's a lot of heat. We're all skirting around smog laws and kind of avoiding where we can. So it's it's a little bit more delicate. And all of us, uh, I mean, we we roll canyons more than we do roll racing or, or street racing or anything like that. Like we're not those dudes. So if, if you're looking for that kind of content, yeah. 1320 video is just to click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's tons of channels that do that kind of stuff. And it's just not, it's not our thing. So we were talking earlier this week, Michael, about, um, about your engine building 400 horsepower, 400 horsepower in STI is like, it's kind of like a golden number, right? There's a lot yeah. of guys who are trying to crack yep. through that that 400 barrier now john you have a 19 as well right yep so you're in the same boat that i am where i you know we can run four to five hundred on a stock bottom end yeah and it's it's totally drivable totally dailyable you can go and beat the shit as long as you're you know paying attention to your fluid levels that wasn't a dig on oil (laughs) anybody listen i promise you this will make sense in a minute i, I, I promise you there. we will get, we there. Will get there there's a lot of buildup um but it's a it's a totally doable number and it, yeah, if you're totally. not an s if you're not an sti guy if you know if you're not a subaru guy um there was a type ra which was a game changer for the STIs because we benefited in 19, 20, and 21. That engine trickled down to the regular STI. We didn't get the cool carbon roof or any of that nope. shit, but we got the better engine, which is what we were all really... If you've had I mean, an STI... Like, I had a, yeah, I had a 15, of yeah, I had a 15 STI as well, and it was if you want more than 350 wheel, you got to redo the bottom end, so it's just... Yep. 
the amount of money that you have to throw at those things to get that number it's like yeah. it's not a it's not a hump a lot of people want to get over right well and and here here's an example so i, I went up to talk to m45 and so i was like what's your what's your goal and i'm like 400 i want to do 400 but i want reliability of 400 yeah. i was like i get you 400 all day prince me out a quote it's a, a shit i got i got to sit right here uh, it's a Cobb, it's a Cobb 20G, a Cobb 20G, a Cobb Turbo Inlet, uh, a Cobb um, E85 system, Grim Speed Top Mount, uh, the TG Delete, um, and then a Tune essentially, and that's that's 400 horsepower on a stock bottom end. Now yeah, they're like, yeah, sketchy, and, sketchy on a 50. And, and, and I was like, and I was like, I was like, okay, cool, but I mean, to do that, I mean, you can talk numbers. That's that's 6,500 dollars. Right. That's sixty five hundred dollars yeah. to do that, and that's not reliable. That's not something that they're like, yeah, if you take care of it and you're, you're easy on it. I'm like, I already know What's myself. What's the point of having four hundred? Right. I was like, just exactly. gonna say that. I'm gonna put my foot It'll make it, but don't put yeah. your foot in it. Like what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, so I mean, so I was him and Han back and forth, and I'm like, and they gave me another quote to do that work plus build the bottom in, and shit, it's fifteen thousand dollars. I'm like. I'll have that kind of money. Hell no, Ooh, right. not right now. Right. So my thought is build bottom in first, be prepared for when I have more cash to install the 20 G yeah. get all the upgrades. That way when it's time to do more power and I can afford to, it's there. You know, that's don't, not, yeah, that's smart. Build, that's it, build smart. it first. Don't buy all the expensive shit and then blow it up. And I got to rebuild everything. That's, yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. Cause if you put a hole through your block, that's a whole other problem. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, and no, then the car's what... down. I can't drive it. Like right now, the car's drivable. It's fine. I can. It's good. So a couple more months and we'll we'll start a build. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a. I think that's like a a, a huge issue in modifying cars in general is that everybody wants the dyno sheet, right? Everybody wants the yeah. number. Everybody wants to say they make four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, a thousand horsepower with you know Wu Tang War whistles off. The game, <laughs> it's like hit the number, bro, whatever. Yeah, and then bro. Let's go. It is what it is, you know. And, and I yeah. think that the, you know, and I and I think my for me like the whole passion is I think it's kind of like you know John and I do we, we work together, Chris. So we, right. I mean we all pretty much work together. I mean, you know, the passion of like Porsche, right? You you want a fast car? Go buy a Z71 Camaro or whatever you want to go buy. Go buy Hellcat. Go go. That's a straight line car. I want to go fast around a racetrack. I don't want right. to just do straight line stuff. I want to build the car so it's balanced and equal. Yeah, yeah I can put 700 horsepower in the stupid thing, but that's not going to get me around a racetrack. That's going to put me in a wall somewhere that yeah, I can't exactly. control. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure. Going like the, fast the straight line is so cliche now. Like, right, right. Like anybody, <laughs> yeah. anybody can do it. You got a Honda running a thousand horsepower out of a four banger. Like, I mean, Listen, that's yeah. a reality. Dude, everybody sleeps on Hondas in the quarter. Those fucking things. Those fucking dude, things with the, hurt with the limited slip in them. With the limited slip in them. Ha- dude, yeah. I've driven little Integras in corners with limited slips in them. Dude, those things rail. Yeah, I mean, rail. Every, They're just so underpowered. When you go to, so they do like oval track roll racing and stuff like that, and they, you know, they obviously they do like a half mile and, and airstrip and stuff. And the funniest thing you'll notice is that all the like the vet guys and all those dudes. <laughs> they're not they're worried about the integra they're worried about the stripped out yeah. eg hatch with the turbo k series it's making it's like that car weighs 1800 pounds and has 700 uh-huh. horsepower like that thing is a fucking, oh, fucking shit up. it's you coming I mean? for him quick yeah exactly so you know imports still 
unless it's a Supra or a Skyline or something like something with an LS swap, imports still get slept on. And uh, very true. I oh, think. Yeah. I mean, I think it would, like there's that dude with the blue 19 SDI, 1100 wheel horsepower, right? Just ran an eight, fully dressed with AC, running eights. What? <laughs> we, yeah. should, we put it. We put it in the chat. Yeah. He. I mean. Yeah. Mind oh, you, he's got, a yeah. he's got a fifteen thousand dollars short block in it. Like, he threw money, a ton of money at it. He runs on the strip with no headlights, like because the turbo eats right behind yes! the headlights. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, sick. Yeah. Fuck. So he pulls, he pulls the, he pulls the passenger side headlight out when he rolls on the strip, because like that's where his turbo feeds in. But at the same time, like that's not. One that's not attainable for most people. Like I don't have fifteen grand to throw on a short block. Well, yeah, another that's, short, that's block. Just yeah. A short block. I mean, he's got to have what fifty grand in a motor, sixty. Oh, grand? totally. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, he's got oh, you know, he's got a three thousand dollar turbo. He's got a process West billet minimal. Like he got the whole, like the whole fucking yeah. thing. To, he's running slicks, beefy axles, and all this at Cusco LSDs. So he's got six grand in fucking LSDs and that thing. Whatever, right? It can be done, but it's not. It's not really like what any of us are really interested in that's not really what we're we're trying to do here so mike's trying to build a 400 horsepower sti mm-hmm. you got your suspension done there's two of us running kws the rest of us are slumming it <laughs> <laughs> hey but i i got blessed with coilovers i i got the bro hook no, years K- ago yeah so. no kws are tight speaking of which let's we've got two subarus and a mustang in a row chris You've got the only uh, currently running V8 <laughs> in the group right now. Yeah, I'm surrounded by an group, bro. That's fair enough. Yeah, you're just <laughs> wafting around in a cloud of bro smoke. So please explain to me what it is you drive. Um, I have a 2017 Camaro SS. Um, thing is mostly stock. <laughs> um, mostly suspension-wise, running, <laughs> uh, right. running uh, KWV3 suspension. Um, sitting on some bricks and forge wheels, twenty by nine and a half and twenty by eleven in the rear. Um, Are you running eleven in the rear? For, I'm trying. Uh-huh. I'm trying to go for the like the wide boy like grippy boy style. Like I'm with it. So it's the two eighty five, two eighty five front and three hundred five rear. I try to get as close as square as I could, but I think that's what the one LEs start to run in my yeah. In my I think rounds. you're right. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna put this up just not to interrupt Chris, but I'm gonna put this up so everybody can see. If I if if I'm gonna like hit on one dude's stance in the group, Chris's marrow sits real fucking clean. Like that thing yeah. has yep. one of the nicest stances of any car I've seen in a hot minute. So go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, it's thank you. Sexy. <laughs> um, after that, it's pretty much a Borla catback exhaust. Uh, that's about it. Um, I wanted Tetch Motor next, but I've kind of worried. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we've we've we got talks about I mean. this, right? Like we, you've 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 thrown a couple of different ideas out there, right? You've talked mm-hmm. about putting a blower on it. Um, you talked about going Cami eighty five, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So, and and we had the last time we all went drinking, we had a kind of back. <laughs> Like realistically, what is the long term goal? Are you trying to keep it a canyon carver? Are you trying to mind you, Chris keeps up with Timmy's S four in his marrow 
and Timmy is a fucking maniac. So, like, that's saying something. <laughs> Timmy, 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 Timmy can put the pedal down. I can lie about it. Yeah, Timmy is down. not afraid of a heavy right foot. So, like, no, especially <laughs> in corners. Right. Mm-mm. And he's got the benefit of an incredibly advanced all wheel drive system and an incredibly advanced traction control system, whereas Kid has a dumb American car. So, <laughs> <laughs> big old dumb one. Big old dumb American big car. Big old dumb heavy butt end. Right. So, so real talk, like, what it, what is your. What is the long-term goal for the Marrow? Long-term goal? I think, honestly, being in California, I've, I think I want to go all-motor. Okay. It's just, okay. you know, going like the, it's like the whole rabbit hole of what? You need a built bottom end. You need to have, like, forged rods, pistons, and shit. I mean, realistically, I feel like if you have a strong motor, you can pretty much handle anything you want to throw at it, that thing. Like, no, I, I agree. Mean, I agree. Yeah. It's uh, like it's like the foundation for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, we're all we're all you know we're all behind the ball here, right? Like we're all behind the ball, just being in California. Like we have, you could do a whipple, right? You could right. you could slap a whipple on it. Here's the th- and here's the thing, people don't. If you're new into muscle cars, it's really easy if you have a deep pocket to say I can go buy a whipple or an Edelbrock or a Pro Charger. And they're carb legal, and I slap it on, and I update the the tune that ships with the car. And I, yeah, you do. You make seven hundred horsepower, and it's legal. They run like shit, and like they do. most people don't know that the part throttle is terrible. The on you know the on off throttle is fucking horseshit. They lag, they lug, they don't sound good. They're not happy. And if you go and get that fixed, now your car is illegal again. So it's not quite as you know, yeah. If you get if you get pulled over and a cop pops your hood and they see okay. the sticker, whatever, you're you're golden. Sorry, Mike. You had something to say. So if, when you're done, guy doesn't know muscle cars for shit. Mm-hmm. How do you fix that problem though? Moved to Nevada. Own a house in Florida or Montana. Yeah, it's easy. That's the easiest way to do it. I have figured that out, by the way. We, we'll have a conversation. About I don't that. think we're legally allowed to talk about this on podcast, so we're gonna. Yeah, we'll we'll have that in the chat conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have figured out a legit way to do that, though. By the way. No, I feel like this is when are we gonna get swatted by a carb? Here, like, <laughs> the first guys ever to get swatted by a carb, right? Um, be a podcast. You, and, I never read out on anyone. I, I never knocked out nobody. <laughs> um, you just bought some other shit for your car, though, right? Some aesthetic shit. Like you just bought a, you just bought a splitter. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Got a you, splitter you coming and a wing. And a wing coming and the wicker. So it's gonna like it's gonna have the look. So now it's just the power. This is power. If you're if you're if you're gonna if you're building your motor, would you have like a goal or are you kind of like I'll call you the typical muscle guy, but shooting for the moon for whatever you get, whatever you get, or do you have like an ultimate goal of like what kind of power are you trying to get out of that thing? Originally, talking to you guys, basically, when we went out for beers, basically talking to you guys, and the way my car is now, it's like, I have, like, the perfect power-to-weight ratio, in a sense, like, I'd be able to be, like, I'd be able to mash it, like, mid-apex through a corner and not break traction as much as I as I could if I... And confirm after driving the marrow for the record. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, Alex drove it, yeah. <laughs> that bitch feels good, dude. Like, that thing feels... Anyway, I don't want to interrupt, but that thing feels real nice. That car feels real nice. So it's just like, it's, you know, B12 
being a car guy, it's like you change one thing and it snowballs over to the like next thing, right? So it's like if I do build a car to have like what six hundred horsepower, six hundred fifty horsepower, it's like fuck, what would I have to do to make sure I put that power down? Be able to keep up like I was keeping up before. It's like, True. I would lose traction so hard. <laughs> Arrow. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that's that's very true. Well, I throttle mean, control. Yeah, throttle right? control. I mean, at that point, I mean, that's all you could do it at that point for that kind of power. Try to put it down at a consistent pace. Like we always go for canyon runs. Like that's. It'd be a questionable at that point. Sure, it's like the whole argument of like what you when can use VR. I was like when the, the Subaru BRZ first came out, everyone was like kind of hating on it because it was like, oh, do you have like a what, 200 horsepower? Or no, 150 horsepower car or something like that? No, they're 200. Like, they're 200. Oh, it's 205. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you're like, you have a 205 horsepower car. car. Yeah, it weighs. Yeah, just like it weighs nothing. But like, if you throw that thing in like a like a canyon where it's like you have pretty much like full of like decreasing radiuses and like full on like chicanes everywhere, well, it's like that thing. For. Exactly. Yeah, that thing, that thing fucking handle. eats, dude. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I missed I missed the horsepower number because my son was asking me about a Wii controller. But um what what's the overall goal? What's the number? If you had a number. If I had a number, it'd be probably six. I want to sit right at six. So and for like for me, John, and Mike, that seems like a fuckload of power. <laughs> right? right. That sounds like a fuckload of power, but like you look at that chassis, and you look at like a ZL11LE, mm-hmm. which is pound for pound, dollar for dollar, the best performance car you can buy for seventy grand. Like I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like that, that is, you can't see out of it. The interior is not super refined, right? It's not as nice as a GT350. Bro, we it's all not. know it's an American-made car. Yeah, we, right. We accept that. Right. We accept when we buy If you're just shit. like, if you're like, I want to go to Button Willow and smoke a 458, like, I can do it for less than a third of the cost. True. Rolling a Z01. So, like, the chassis can take it. The, the chassis itself can handle it. You've got good suspension on it. And if you want to do 600 NA, you're essentially going to have like a really high revving V8, which one would sound sick as fuck. <laughs> right. And, right. And two is just not, that's not, a, that's not, um, there's not a lot of guys building marrows with 600 horsepower NA with the intent to run canyons versus True. do eighth mile, right? Like a lot of those guys sure. with the sub 700, they're running eighth oh, mile yeah. drags. or would be, or be Hoosiers, small tires, right. big tire in the back. Like, yeah, drag car. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. you're talking yeah. about like, no, I want a canyon car, you know, yeah. and I think that would be cool. I think that's cool. I think that's that's something different. You don't, um, you're just now, I don't know how many of you guys follow drifting or anything like that, but like the fifth gen Marrows, there was a couple of guys that tried to run them in professional drift back in the day. Um, suspension technology hadn't quite caught up with the sport the way it has now um, with angle kits and all that stuff and running 60 to 70 degrees of front angle and all that to really get, you know, a big stupid American chassis around a corner sideways as shit looking cool but easy to control um the way they are now but like the fifth gen marrow is like an up-and-coming drift chassis right because there's only so many s13s s14s out there and they've all been put in walls right so now dudes are going to vets <laughs> i'm bro like yeah, we're two, gonna be uh, honest on the channel we're, we're gonna so buy I have two and they both had <laughs> quarter fact. panel damage like i know it's right it's a fact so they're not making S14s or S13s anymore, right? Vets are getting more attainable 
but the problem that you're going to have is that now people have picked up on how good a vet is as a drift car with very little money while they're still 25 grand. So they're just going to go up, right? right? The the idea of like the cheapest Z-O- C5 Z06 I could find, which isn't even the LS7, is 14 grand. Jesus. The cheapest C6 Z06 I could find was $26,000. That's in the country. Jesus. So. And that thing was clapped the fuck out. Like, it was not a nice car. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's but weird. It's like, 26? Dude, it, me and yeah, Johnny right. were having this conversation, and what, we were talking about, like, Fox Buddies, like, old Fox Buddies. Mm-hmm. Those, are, mm-hmm. those are having, like, a huge resurgence nowadays. Like, yep. it's like, American cars are coming back up for some reason. Like, I'm just not sure, like... Because like, people fuck. like drifting, <laughs> and Japan stopped making rear-wheel drive cars 30 years ago. Oh, shit. Okay. Think about it realistically. The last yeah. rear-wheel drive Japanese car is a Supra and a Mark IV Supra. Shit. Name me another. Name yeah, me another. Right. Name me another. Right, because those went up to '96, right? Mm-hmm. And the last uh, S4. Yeah. Then last S14 we got was '95. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they made them in Japan. You know, you have the Chasers, you have the S15, you have all that stuff. We never got any of that shit. So yeah, granted, you can import it, but Mike already mm-hmm. knows what it's like trying to import a Japanese car. If you want it in California, Ooh, there's a ten thousand dollar road tax just to be able to tag the thing. And if you're trying, if if you're a kid that wants to build a car purely for the purpose of eventually putting it in a wall, like dropping eighteen Gs to import something. Nah. That you can't drive on the street, so you need to have a tow setup. Like it's just not feasible, right? Like it doesn't make right. any sense. So what do you do? You buy a Fox body, right? Or you buy a New Edge, or you buy like a Gen Four Marrow, or you buy a Gen Three Marrow, which is you know, go get a joke. Dude, yeah. how like even three fifty Zs are coming up? Like I just like the cheapest oh, yeah. I can find a dude. I, okay, I sent you guys that photo of that. 300ZX, right? The wide body yes. 300, which was yep. clean. Dude, I went and looked for just a decent twin turbo 300ZX. Two, not a 2 plus 2, just a 2, right? Cheapest one I found was 22 grand. What? This is a car that nobody cared driving. about five years ago. Nobody cared. Yeah. You, you, could, you couldn't give away a 300ZX twin turbo five years ago. And uh-huh. now they're 22. You could have given it away to me. I, I bought my first WX. <laughs> okay, okay wait, wait, wait. You uh, can build uh, the engine, get out of here. Before, <laughs> so, before we get off track, Tim Tim has got to introduce himself. So Tim, Tim's got to do it real quick. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so Timmy, Timmy, we've made fun of you for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. I'm so. Timmy. Uh, I enjoy breaking cars. Um, I've broken the motor in my 2011 World Rally Blue Subaru WRX twice, <laughs> and it's got a full STI drivetrain swap minus the differential controller. But uh, it died on me last week. Uh, there wasn't oil. We can just leave it at that for now. And then I also have a, a brand new 2019 S4 that. Uh, I thought it was the best car we could all get until Chris made me shit my pants last week in the canyons. <laughs> <laughs> but when he came around Mike and he just like came up on me, I just, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> that, <laughs> that marrow eats, bro. But I mean, to be fair, I mean, I think that's so much power. That, but but Chris is working a lot harder than you are. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Like your your point. Shoot. I mean, that all wheel drive is so perfect you don't really have to do anything yeah you and just like go. T, like well 
cruising through the corners and shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, Alexa makes you a sandwich. <laughs> luxury power is a whole different level than like, you know, American muscle, Japanese power. Like, I mean, Raw power. Yeah, yes. for sure. Like, I think the only thing that would compare to what you're doing eyeline or something along those lines whereas the car does a majority of work and yes. kind of unlocks itself and keeps you from killing yourself whereas yes. the rest of plants are working hard not to kill ourselves right so i mean you didn't make the bad choice and you, you probably have a higher power ceiling for less oh, money yeah. than the rest of us combined right like oh yeah you, you know like tune corn and you're like you're smoking a lot of shit yeah, yeah the goal is i know i showed you all that uh the miltech s4 like a right. year ago that has it's miltech everything miltech downpipes exhaust um and it's just got a tune on it and it makes like 750 horsepower and was doing like nine and a half second quarter so miles. Stupid, bro. What? Bro, like, what? You don't need that. For the I don't, don't, I don't want that. that. I, don't I know want how that. you drive, bro. No, you don't I need want that shit. 420. So 420's a great number. So, That's the number the, I want. Just so everyone knows, like who are listening to this podcast, Timmy drives by swinging his balls around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, do you have that video of you swinging the WRX on your? Um, can you pull? Uh, you can pull it up uh, in the Instagram. Yeah. Hey, hey, quick side note: you were talking about Japanese imports, and I had to show you all this because I stumbled upon this today on top rank. Uh oh, here we go. Mike's back in the hit for Mike, <laughs> no, 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 Mike's no, no, back no. in the hub for our three two, bro. I'm Steaming. just like this shit is like. <laughs> Bring it up, big. Bring it up, big boy. Let me see. Uh, uh, oh, oh, my God. Uh, when you hit when you hit stream, grab the right window because you grab Discord. It'll give you the option to pull different windows. Make sure it's up. Make sure, yeah. Oh, dude, that is sick. Oh, see how much it is. Thirty grand. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Oh, I didn't wait. I can't see it. Oh, that's miles. miles. That's miles. I'm wrong. Seventy-four right Here, Alex. I just sent you the uh, video on your Instagram messaging. If you can. Okay, that. I should be able to bring it up from there. Wait. I mean, so, it's it's sexy. It looks amazing, the, bro. Bro, what did the 1993 Supra come with stock horsepower? Like, is it worth seventy-four like grand? So no, no no okay well here wait up wait up wait up wait up here's the thing here's the thing about Japanese cars of that era that unless you're like a big oh, dog unless you're like a big J D M no that's what they say well it says it says, it says it says two twenty to three twenty what it says there was, so there was a, there was a gentleman's agreement in Japan where they would rate everything that they made at 286 horsepower to the wheel, I believe. So, like, we're talking R34s. Everybody knows an R34 makes a lot more than 286 horsepower, right? But that's what they would say. And even with American cars, they did it back in the day. If you go back and look at a Cobra Jet, like a Ford Mustang Cobra Jet, they said, oh, it makes 400 horsepower. You put that bitch on the diamond, it's putting out 525. Like, they yeah. underrated them on purpose. It was just a thing that they did. So... It probably makes about 350. Real talk. 
but shit. the ceiling on that car with very little work is five like a, a boltons. Yeah, like a two J. Yeah. Dude, it's you know it's it's forged internals in a cast iron block like that thing. You can put seven hundred fifty to nine hundred horsepower through it without touching anything below the head. Reli- reliably. Reliably. Yeah. Like no problems whatsoever. And yeah. the thing only has forty seven thousand miles on it. It's barely, he broke it in. He broke it yeah, in. Yeah, it's, it's right? got thirty k on it. Forty yeah, forty seven. Oh, forty seven thousand kilometers. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's the thing is a immaculate. It's a that's a, I mean, but is yeah, it was, the seventeen hundred price, bro? Fuck seventy five grand, dude. One just sold a clean one, a clean Quicksilver, right? Which was a twin turbo T top, whole thing. I think the last one sold at Barrett Jackson for like two twenty five. We didn't. So you got to remember, we didn't get we didn't get that many twin Damn. turbos. We didn't get that many twin turbos in the states. Quicksilver specifically, we got even fewer of them. I think there was only like twenty five hundred of them. Period. Uh, I'm not surprised. So we don't ever get it. He got a state. beer. Look at him. What? Oh, Thank you, Lauren. Wow. Here's my friend. You don't deserve your fiance. That's for sure. <laughs> not that any of us deserve our old ladies. Like to be fair, like none of us do. But, um, yeah. So I mean, is it seventy five grand? Yeah, it's seventy five. Are you getting shots too? Oh. What? I'm not doing wow. that. This is this is that podcast <laughs> hit for the last forty minutes. So, um, I mean it's seventy five G's, bro. But like the so the with platform where, that you could oh, build would yeah. be like, and it's a forever it's, car. Right, it's a forever it's car. It's just like, but you like four years ago, you could have bought that car for. 35. 30 grand. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, rem- right. I remember right. being I remember being 24 living in my mom's house kid looking at you and <laughs> thinking about <laughs> kidding. Thinking about like damn I really wanted a Supra cuz like if you grew up in our generation you grew up watching Fast and the Furious, right? That was Absolutely. probably your first foray into JDM cars, right? And from there it probably went to option videos and all that other shit, right? But Looking at Supras and a and a twin turbo Supra, a nice one, was like thirty two G's, which as a twenty four yeah. year old kid working making twenty bucks an hour, like that's not attainable. You know what I mean? Like you right. can't afford right. But now that same car is seventy five thousand dollars. Eighty, right. ninety, a hundred thousand dollars. Completely yeah. fucking unobtainable. So it's like this is my thought process. This isn't your daily, right? Like you're not gonna daily your Supra. So does it when we have like so we have homies like John who are super capable techs, hi, and know what they're doing. We have resources, we have a group of people that know a lot about cars, we have access to parts, we have access to this and that. Does it make sense to spend seventy five grand on a on a Supra because it's right hand drive, which is cool, don't get me wrong. Or do you just buy the gnarliest clapped out NA Supra you can find as long as the body's straight? And just strip it and build it from the ground up, because I, mean, I, I guarantee that we don't because... have the money to get a seventy-five thousand dollars. Well, right. Well, it's <laughs> well... like, do you want to carry? Well, here's the thing: do you want to carry a seventeen hundred dollar payment for a stock Supra? Right. Uh... Right. When <laughs> yeah. that's that's like really what it boils down to. It's like, do you, is mean, that? It, it, and I have this conversation with customers all the time at work. Is like, when I was talking about buying that. That I was trying to buy. A, Skyline R32. So if nobody knows, 
Mike was trying to buy Elvis from Stance Nation, who has a white R32, arguably one of the cleanest R32s in the country. Super well coat. If you know anything about Elvis, like his Stance Nation is he's built. His shit is clean, dude. He keeps his stuff. He's got the nicest. If you want a nice JDM car, you buy that man's car when he decides to sell it because he gets bored super (laughs) quick, right? He was the only man who was turning down thirty thousand dollar offers on S13s in the country (laughs) for almost suck S13s. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. uh, But let me pull it. I'll I'll show you. I mean, like, legitimately, the man bought the car in Japan. Had it stripped in Japan, had right. the car repainted in Japan, okay. the same color white and everything like that, brought it to the States, imported it, stripped the suspension, stripped everything out of it, went through the entire motor. Because it had all 326 three, stuff on it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. All 326 suspension, upper lower control arms, any adjustable links you could think of, the car had. And the right. thing was just beyond dialed. And, like, you start looking at, like, I know what he paid for the car. Yeah. And then you start looking at what he put into the car and what he was asking for the car. It's worth every penny, dude. He wasn't making really any money on it. I mean, the we car. talked I mean, about it. I remember you texted yeah, me. Yeah, like he messaged he, me on the side, like, is it worth he, trying to get a discount? Maybe he's maybe making two, three grand, maybe for on his a good time. day. Yeah. For his time. Dude, he and wanted forty eight really for it. That's not yeah, even he wanted forty eight. I, I know what he spent on it and he what he added to it, he had a he, I think he said I think it was 42 that he bought it for. Painted it, all the suspension, wheels and tires. It's six thousand dollars in wheels and tires on it. Yeah, I mean, granted. Yeah, Chris. He is the founder of Stance Nation. I'm sure he's got connections. Man, love you. I'm sure. I'm sure he didn't pay retail for any of that crap. But still, I mean, no, he's got hookups through three two six. He's got hookups through Volt. It doesn't matter. It don't matter that that he wasn't making a grip of money on. But that yeah, car. exactly. Well, here's the thing too: is like as as a regular dude like us, like it doesn't matter what he paid for that shit. Yeah. Like we wouldn't be able to buy that wheel and tire setup for less than six grand. That's all that matters, right? It doesn't matter yeah. if you got it for four. Right. Like you couldn't buy a like a you couldn't go to top rank. And here's the thing: if you live in, and and I know that his shit wasn't legal, right? But whatever. If you went to top rank and bought a thirty-four thousand dollar. Skyline R32, and then wanted it to be what he had. Even if you had a spot to register it where it was legal, you would not get out for less than the 48 grand he paid for it, and it still so, wouldn't be as nice as the one that he had. If you, if you look at this, this is this is how he bought it. That is so he sick. Bought it from Jack. Okay. Even then, so, this this is this is how this car looked the dash. When, he, when he got it. Um, Did he buy it through Japanese LLC? Yes, that's that's who he those, gets all his JDM cars through. It's those dudes in top rank are like the two main importers yeah. in the country that you can trust. Like, and then this. <laughs> that for for the record, this is what see, it ended up looking like. And that's and for everybody who's watching in the background, you can see his S13, which is a relatively bone stock SR20 S13 with a nice stance, and he was turning down offers for thirty six for three thousand dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. if you go down to, I mean, here's all his wheels and tires. I mean, look at the background. Look at all those works. Yeah. All the I mean, that was his, back there. That was his been in the game for, so, and okay, wait, stop here. First of all, wait up, stop here. The red S, the red S13. This is, that is sick. the cleanest S13 I have ever seen. 
in my life. This thing look gives how me wet a, that paint looks. Dude, this thing gives me a giant. <laughs> anytime, anytime I need paint in my car, I know where I'm going. Yeah, like Diamond Auto Body. Oh, they oh, kill yeah. it. They we're fortunate dude. enough to be local to them, right? Like they're oh, yeah. they're yeah. super clean. But the thing, there's a lot of subtle. If you're not like a big S13 head, there's a lot of subtle things about this car that will not go noticed. The molded flares. But here's the thing: if you click this one, yeah, perfect. So there is a molding that runs down the side of S13s, right? There's like that little accent line right above the, um, it's right above the rocker panel, and it runs all the way through the front. And he had that completely shaved and filled. And with the intent to make the S13 look like a more modern chassis. And I think, and he, he kind of applied this same, I don't know if you guys have ever seen his old LS430 or LS400 that he had. He did the same kind of thing on that. And the way that I think about cars, the way he approaches vehicles, the way he approaches modifying his cars, is I think what a lot of us who are into really clean shit aspire to, in the sense right. that, it doesn't need to be super over the top, right? It doesn't need a pandem wide body kit. It doesn't need wings and canards and all this shit. It's like if you make it super fucking clean, people will gravitate to it. They will like it, right. and it will stand out. Like sometimes less, less in the sense of less obvious and more thought is more in the sense of what the overall impact of the car is. And... And when Mike, t you know, messaged me on the side and was like, yo, is it worth even trying to hit this dude to come down on price? It's like, you really just have to decide if this is a car you want or not, because you yeah. know, this thing is proper and you'll never, you'll probably never have a bit. Oh, and now we know what Mike looks like at Instagram. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but you'll never have an opportunity to, to buy a car like that again. Right? No. And I, I, I missed it by five minutes. I legitimately missed it by five minutes and it got to a point where the other guy was the, having a hard time getting approved for a loan and da, 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 cause he's trying to finance so, all 48 grand. And it's a lot Elvis of money. Like, dude, like he's got literally 12 hours. If not, it's yours. And within that 12 hours, the dude got funded got the bank to inspect the car, got funding. So it is what it is. It I, is I wasn't is, really, before that I was not going to build a Subaru. Now that I missed out on that car, because I was going to look at that car as an investment. Yeah. Um, now. Oh, I'm for sure. Yeah. I mean, now. you could. I mean, and that's a smart way to look at that, because like you could have bought that car for forty-eight, and in twenty-four months turned it around for sixty. Right. Yep. If you didn't, if you didn't put another dime into it, you could have sold it for sixty in in eighteen months to two years, because those things are just going to go up in value. And I, I agree with you because uh, we were Johnny and I were actually having a conversation with our other friend uh, Ryan at work, and uh -huh. you know my theory on that is is you literally look at the imports that are coming now, right? R34s are going to be the hottest thing you can possibly find. You thought Supras were going to be expensive, yeah, R34s no. are going to be expensive as all hell. They're going to start at they're already at a hundred grand, damn near. So for a base ETR, for a base. I found this out there. They only made like 10 or 12,000 of those cars. So the hunt is on. For the so and, wait, between, world, world, worldwide. And you have a big allocation, right? Whatever. But correct. We got so, none of them. And I'm not a biggest fan of R33. I understand the car. I understand the platform. I think this is an amazing vehicle. If, if I had it's to the pick. Ugly duckling. 
it's ugly duckling. Yeah. R32 it is. is where it's like the redheaded zip child of fucking skylines, dude. It, like, is. it is. But but the R32 is going to all of a sudden jump in value. I mean, and you know, you yeah. look at our Porsche, Porsche world, right? So the biggest thing in the past 10, 15, 20 years at Porsche was air cool cars. Air cool cars, there's only a limited production now of, of air cool cars. There is no production. What is produced is produced. So value goes up every nine single day. 964s, all that shit, yeah. 964s, nine, not 944s, but 993s, nine nine yeah. the 70s, the 60s. I mean, those, those things I mean, are... Go back you, to, go back to what we were talking about when we were talking about Super Mark IV Supra. Is like, nobody yeah. cared about those things 15 years ago. Correct. You could steal a nine six four. You could get one for fifteen grand. Now they're going for seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred thousand dollars because you can't get your hands on one anymore. And you guys, you have guys like, you know, Vinny from Hoonigans building one. You have all the Rotiform dudes that build one. You had RWB who like really got into it. I think the big thing that fucked it is when Singer started building air cooled, like super high end air-cooled Porsches, right? Redoing the interiors to this great, right, four or $500,000 cars. And yeah. now even, like, mm-hmm. 356s, like, shitty 356s, which when I was a kid, you could still pick one of those up cheap because they were glorified Volkswagens. Now that Rod Emery is making outlaws yeah. out of them, right? Oh, it's right, yeah. 125 yeah. grand for a roller. Yeah. And it's just... It's it's a thing. It's like if you're ahead of the game, if you know what's going on and you know what a car is worth and you can understand what it looks like or what it will be, like you gotta like hop on it, make it happen, like figure out a way to put the cash together and grab it, sit on it, throw it in a garage, whatever, because it is an investment. Those older cars are just gonna yeah. become so difficult. I'm gonna hit the head. You guys talk much stuff. Oh my gosh. I actually actually have to do the same thing. So. Where's no yeah. Yep. Be right back. Dude, that's that so, so clean. Great. I love Dude, that. like singers are like like if Porsche had like steroids and like Whoa. attention to detail and they that had... interior is sick. Yeah, yeah look at the essentially seats. what they did is modernize the modernize the the 911. It's like I love it. absolutely. And then I mean you you look at the craftsmanship and just every detail is just it's perfect. I mean, but that's why that car is. Three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. That's all hand-built, handcrafted stuff. Yeah. Like, there's no so denying what? that they're beautiful, but they're expensive. The thing is, is like with the whole Porsche community, like everyone who's Porsche is like a Porsche purist, right? They want the original parts on the on the 911. <laughs> they could get true. like 30 years ago, right? Yeah. So is this like? Would this be like a a, a taboo in a sense? I mean, I think, I think to some absolute diehard purist, yes. yes. I think, though, overall, the Porsche community, I think these cars are beyond respected. Um, because, because they keep it in that luxury performance standpoint. They correct. don't change what the car is for. It is still. But you look a luxury at that car, you look car. at the screen, and that car looks like a 911. Yeah. It looks like a very customized 911 that. Right. someone ordered right and yeah Pierce will come in and say yeah it's 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 not every nut and bolt and that kind of stuff but everybody can mm-hmm. respect that car you who can hate that car look at that, that, that car is, I love singer, that. singer is amazing um so we super got distracted from things about me and so if you can if you can close your stream out so you can end stream I just want to show everybody when we say that Timmy is a savage I want them to be 
what he's talking about. So you, right, when you hit share your screen, Mike, you should have a end your screen, end your stream. I did. Oh, why is it still there? Okay, there it goes. That's my bad. So let's let's just get <laughs> this is what we know. This is what we all know Timmy for is fucking shit like this. So <laughs> gotta watch. Oh shit, shit. With the Eurobeat, bro. <laughs> this is by way. By the way, this is before he blew it up. This is before he blew it up. Yes. And we can imagine how he, he blew it up driving like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it handled so well. That's really yeah, awesome. I don't know how. I don't know how you ever blew up your Subaru. Dude, I don't know. How no, it, no. It's beyond me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I no idea how I started drinking oil, Tim. No There's idea. this yeah. thing called oil that nobody told me it belonged <laughs> yeah, in the car. Right. So, <laughs> and we got super distracted. I was using with, vape juice. Oh man, you running vape juice instead of oil? That's the first. That's Jeez, a, that's a rookie bro. mistake. Um, so for so the situation with the S4. Let's uh let's talk about that for a second. So you so, lease you lease the S4. I leased the S4 because uh, <laughs> it was smart, you know. It was very smart. Oh, I mean, I can't afford financing a sixty thousand dollar car. No, but none so. of us can. That's why none we're here. Yeah, talk about. So no. I leased the S4. No shit. And no shit. I, I, I barely drive, qualify for that R32. So it's all good. I drive, right? I drive 70 miles a day, so I've got uh, 25,000 miles on the car in one year, and the lease is not going to work out. No, so, so that car is going to be purchased. Yeah, long and short uh, of it is Timmy bought an S4 on an extended payment plan, which is fine. That's fine. Like so extended, extended payment plan, but it's fine. But it's but great. so since so my my question is, and, and we've talked about horsepower numbers and all that shit, is that if you know you're going to keep it, does that incentivize you to build it? Yes. Okay. Um, but I, well, I well, don't... I forget. What, so is the S4, that's, a, that's a V6 twin turbo, right? This yes. is a V6 single turbo. So single it turbo, is, okay. the, turbo, it is okay. the base Cayenne and Panamera motor and the Macan S motor. It's the three liter uh, hot V with the turbo in the center of it. Um, so wait, is it in between the banks? Is that how it... Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's, that's why it's so great. Before, before you, he before just you talk about so that. happens to have a spare turbo. Oh, thanks, Johnny. Where I don't know where'd that come from. <laughs> hey, no we will not name the dealership that any of these gentlemen work for. So don't <laughs> ask. Probably somewhere in Reno. <laughs> probably seems like some Reno thing to do. Uh, or Walnut Creek. Uh, yeah, so probably. so basically, <laughs> I don't want to like build the S4. I want to do like minor stuff. I want to do. A downpipe, an intercooler, and an exhaust on it, and put one tune on it. I don't want to do anything okay. past that. Like literally, like 450 is higher than what I would even want. And my fiance recently wheel. got an S3. Right. Yeah, okay. 450 wheel. Yes. Okay. So Lauren got an S3, and I think eventually she's gonna want an A4 or like an S4 in the future. And I kind of want to keep the S3. And when she gets a new car in the future fucking build the s3 so i mean what year is the s3 15 so it's got a golf r motor is what kyle okay, told me okay it's, all right it's got not it. his motor it's a golf Dude, R motor. i mean right. that golf r motor is it's strong stout as it's yeah shit. like it's not guys it's, running five six hundred horsepower all day long yeah i, I mean, mean look, at, so look at kyle's gti kyle's, kyle's gti is 400 yeah. the wheel 
Yeah. Yeah. Or 50 yeah. Or 50. Wheel. So what, you, at crank, you're what five, ten. Yeah. Well, he's got less. And, you got to remember too. We have a lot more horsepower loss than he does through drivetrain because yeah, that is like, true. And STI has like a almost a thirty five percent drivetrain loss, right? Yeah. So like we're losing but, a lot just getting to the wheels. So he's, really. Oh, oh, yeah. Drive, baby. oh yeah. No, it's, yeah. Dude, there's three LSDs, bro, and that's just more restriction. So you just parasitic oh, loss all the way through the drive train. Oh, transfer, 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 so transfer. So really, my 311 uh... horsepower wheel engine probably makes 400 at the crank, but I'll never get it there. Yeah. Right. So when we hit yeah. 400, that's why getting 400 wheel horsepower out of an STI is such a thing because you're losing, you're losing a hunt, almost a hundred horsepower to get there. Right, so I mean, 400- dude, you could see it on your access port. Like my yeah. my yeah. car numbers were two ninety three horsepower to the wheels, and on my access port, when I do a zero to sixty pull, it was three eighty five to the crank. Yeah, so it's like way big difference. So, but it's yeah. a trade off because you got to think about how capable is that drivetrain. Like I'm still mm-hmm. working on getting comfortable with my car, but Mike has the most seat time in an STI, maybe than Timmy in here. And you can attest to the fact yeah. that like you can just point that bitch in a corner. Dude, the fastest yeah. I ever took my car. That's why corner, I missed my WRX. Right. Yeah. The first drive we went on together <laughs> and I was following Mike on an on ramp, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew what yeah, you had I remember this. And, all that shit. and I was like, I'm gonna keep up with Mike. And I took that shit so much faster than I would have been comfortable taking it. Just driving the car for a year with not really any yeah. experience yeah the drivetrain in those cars is ridiculous dude like oh dude it will find the grip if the grip's not there it will find it and it will keep yeah. you centered and it's just a, it's a dumber version of what timmy has in his car it's all mechanical compared to correct right all the fancy electronics and all of right that exactly stuff. so but there's a reason why they've used the same drivetrain in every sti that we've ever gotten in the states because there's nothing wrong with it right well, it's like the guys uh, running, they're running 700 horsepower with a stock sti transmission yep. i mean like what it's just the engine's the weak point like that's it that's yeah <laughs> yeah mind you guys do not do anything with wx transmissions 300 pounds of torque and you're fucked <laughs> Trust I'm me, aware. I know. <laughs> I had oh, okay, WRX. okay. That's and because you beat the shit out of that thing and you launched it all the time. And if you're smart, let me smart play the WRX video again. No, it was my first launch. It was my first launch over 300 horsepower. Yeah. It's, it's a glass, first it's one. A glass <laughs> box, bro. Yeah, like, dude, come on. It's a glass box. No, not in First gear, first gear WRX for first to second is known for blowing up. So you never launch the shit out of that thing. The YWRX. That okay. thing had fucking 250 wheel horsepower, stock gearbox, hundred or 180,000 miles essentially. Fucking when I sold it, it had 200,000 miles, still stock gearbox. We went out and drove. Kid can attest to this. I left him. Left him. Right? Those things are the best. Yeah. Dude, that yeah, lightweight yeah. body passing is so yeah. good. That's, that that's, car was set up between that, what Mike had already done to it and what I had added to it. Like that car was set up; it could drive. It didn't have the same power, but it could carry speed through corners. It that was none of you guys. Oh, could. it was like oh, Alex was sure. talking yeah. about earlier, like an Integra. Like it, like those cars have a limited slip, just like that white car, dude. Like it was way under power, but man, that thing was in and out of corners. And it you doesn't matter how much power car. you have if you never have to brake. 
which is why Miata's like and everybody hates on Miata's dude oh, but like yeah. if you have a properly set up Miata in a canyon you will you smoke don't have to break. damn near yeah. anything because it, oh, yeah. yes it takes you longer to get up to speed but once you're at speed you're at speed you'll yeah. never not be at speed and right. roll this back like I had two 240s my second 240 was a red S13 with a single slammer and an intake and I adjusted the timing and whatever and I and Chris and I were talking about this last weekend, week before. I used to run GMR, which is a mountain road back home in LA. I used to run it every Friday night. And the shit that I would keep up with on that mountain from not having to break because S13s are ridiculously balanced. That's just what they are, right? Like they're the still to this day one of the most neutral chassis you will ever find. Period. And I had Cusco suspension. All my suspension was done, and I had a shit engine. I had like 165 horsepower <laughs> with like 185,000 miles on it, right? It just had a shit ass engine. It was, dude, it, bro, it was a tr- but... Okay, so listen, while the Japanese and ever that they got an SR20 with a turbo, you got a truck engine with a single yeah, we got cam. shit. Yeah, we right. got a shit. Truck right. <laughs> we got shit. Let's but, be honest. You know, if you can keep it in fourth gear, it's all right. But no, the amount of shit that you could keep up with on a mountain was crazy. Like, I would keep up with built STIs and, like, Mazda Speed 3s, Mazda Speed 6s, or all this shit, because I didn't have to brake. I could just push the motherfucker through the corner over and over. And if it was downhill, downhill was over. Because then the weight of the car was pulling, so I didn't have all the, like, the acceleration restrictions. So, no, to your point, like, the biggest detriment to the VA chassis of STI is the weight, right? Which... They're more comfortable to drive every day. They're wider. They have more space, all that shit. But they're two to three hundred pounds heavier than like a Hawkeye. Yep. Right. And with no more power. I miss that bug eye. Dude, that <laughs> whole shit. Yeah. Because I mean, the Hawkeye, the bug eye, the the bug eye, the Hawkeye, and the blob eye are essentially the same chassis with different front that's, end. Right? That's when I had the V7 wheels on it. Oh, that's yeah. Clean. I love it, dude. I love the STI fog light covers and everything. Yeah, yeah. dude. I want a set of those for the VA, and like nobody makes them, and it makes my heart set. Yeah, that, <laughs> and that that dude that had um, oh god, what the hell is that exhaust? The the genome exhaust on it. That is it, genome. Yep, genome. Genome exhaust, genome boost gauge. Yep. Uh, the all from yeah. Japan. The the uh the Defi. Boost, boost con- controller. Happy uh, still killing it on the gauge front, by the way. Uh, Hell yeah! That, that white car. I mean, that had a uh, a built bottom end, mm-hmm. two liter. I I still kick myself when I put it all back together. I should have done the hybrid motor. What is that? The two, two five, five bottom. Two five, two five bottom the, end with the twenty heads. Yeah. 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 It was like five hundred bucks more, and I was like, ah, broke as hell. College kid, good for shit. Had a bar money from my parents had to pay that shit back that's the that's the the literally like the story of the car guy right is like do i eat or do i build the car right (laughs) how much is this burger worth to me bro like yeah yeah. six dollar burger or 89 cent top ramen what do you want exactly top ramen for a couple months yeah but I, I, I bought... listen, if three months of top ramen buys me a hundred horsepower, your boys eating top ramen, right? <laughs> uh, Throw a little egg in there and you're good. <laughs> the story behind that car is I, I bought, I bought that to... car in LA. Like I had to fly down to LA, buy that car yeah. and drive it back. 
And then I drove it back and everything was good. And I had it for like a month. And then I got a check engine light that came on and it was a, a misfire fault code yep. and cleared it, ran it for a while, ran it for a while. And I ended up taking it in to try to actually, I took it into a Subaru dealership to try to get the timing belt, water pump and all that stuff done. Cause it was coming time for that. And they found like the heads were cracked oh, and they sure. looking at the bottom end and we're like, Hey, yeah, it's okay. We could put heads on it, but then, you know, it's got a hundred thousand miles on the bottom end. What do you want to do? And I'm like, and at that time they had a mechanic there that would like build motors for guys and they were doing that kind of stuff. And, uh, they quoted, they quoted me like, it was like eight grand to build a motor for it. And I was like, that's a yeah, lot I can't do now. that right now. What? I can't do that right now. I'm looking at other options. <laughs> that's but a like, lot even the, right now. That's a, but the, the advisor. The advisor knew who I was, like, because they knew where I worked and that kind of stuff. They were trying to help me out, cut me deals and all this stuff, but it's still expensive as shit. So I ended up going over to a different independent shop that was known for building Subaru motors, and they built the motor for it. So it had like Wisco pistons, forge internals, and all that stuff in it. Um, I just never got the opportunity to do anything else to it after I built the motor. Because I got ambitious and bought a truck, and then I didn't want the truck, and so yep. I got rid of the truck and the Typical Subaru, and Johnny bought the Subaru. Bullshit. Yeah, I bought yeah, the you Subaru. know, <laughs> all of a sudden you I know, make your money, dude. and you're like, oh, yeah. I can afford that too, and you go buy that, and you're like, never Whoa. tell you about the time I had a Chevy SS. Yeah, no, I get it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that's when like, I picked up a Subaru and fucking yeah, replaced got all of the suspension bushings, fucking shift bushings. Fucking changed everything out, upgraded the brakes to Carbotex. Um, What's that car? Fucking had it, fucking had it tuned, uh, dialed it all in. Um, fucking thing was solid, man. I was that a, that was a and, nice ride. That was a, I remember seeing that thing in the parking <laughs> lot at Porsche when you were trying to sell it. And dude, it. I had I miss so that I, car. So I had a buddy who had um, he had a white. 18 wrx yeah had it tuned uh lowered whatever and here's the thing that a lot of, and it's really frustrating for like newer at like va chassis sti guys yeah Tell them, the va wrx's make power a lot cheaper to a point yep. right to like yep. a, to yeah. a point so up until that like sub 400 horsepower point you can get a lot more power a lot cheaper out of an fa than you can out of an ej you'll get to 350 wheel for 4500 bucks right if that if that exactly but the ceiling is really low because that because like the rods won't handle any more than 380 wheel like they'll they'll go gritty in the engine right and then you're into a full rebuild and then it's like well i'm glad i have the ej because at least you know especially if you have a 19 like me and john do Mm -hmm. i can hit 500 reliably and not trip Right, as long yep. as I can afford the top end components, I don't even need cams. I don't even need that shit. I need a big ass yep. turbo, a fuckload of fuel, and TGV deletes, nice intercooler, and I'm making 500 wheel all day, and we're golden. Yep. But yeah. that that easy horsepower comes quick on a new WRX. So he nice. had, you know, his WRX was on paper making more power than my STI, because, and we'll get to my build, and I'm like, I just realized I'm the last person to introduce myself, whatever. Anyway, he sold his WRX when the fires that last year, when that round of fires came through Cali, as everybody in the nation probably knows, Cali is perpetually on fire. We have a fire season now. So no, no, we're always on fire, bro. Let's we're always on fire. Yeah. So um, he lives in Brentwood. He was getting evacuated. And uh, his block was blocked off by trees on both sides. 
and he couldn't get out with his WRX, so they ended up pulling his wife's pilot over, fucking the pilot up, getting it over these trees, whatever. And the next day, he went and traded his WRX in for a Silverado because he never wanted to be in that situation again, right? Yeah. So when you were selling UWRX, I was shot him a shot of this, and I was like, bruh. I was like, you were selling for like 9500 or something like that? You weren't asking yeah. a ton of money for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, dude, like, here you go. Because, you know, we... I think everybody that drives an STI, even if you drive a VA, even, and even Timmy, who had the previous chassis, like, mm-hmm. the Bug-Eye, Hawkeye, blob, like, that's the one you want, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, I, miss, <laughs> I don't I like, care. Yeah. Like, I love my car, but if somebody was like, I'll give you even money for a 400-horsepower Hawkeye, I'd be like, take it. <laughs> you can have it no, right yeah, now. I, I don't care. ESX STI is? If oh, I had that? the space for yes, it. Yes, I do. I do. With the with the, the stripes what? and the whole nine yards. Yeah. ESX. Yeah. Um, so when I was working at Subaru, one of the Subaru salespeople actually ESX came up STI. on a customer that was looking to sell one. And it's oh. an 06, 07 STI. They did them from 04 to 07. And it's yeah. this company that literally just built. They did it for the VAs too. Motors, um, or 350 horsepower motors. And yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep. From my intercooler. On this 07 STI with that whole setup. And it was like like 300 fucking 50 wheel horsepower. Had a turbo setup on it. And that thing was super sick. And he came up on it for 12 grand and sold Ooh. it for 22. Jesus wait, wait, wait. Scroll up. Scroll up. Yep. Or, does that say 425 <clears throat> horsepower on it? Yeah, there's two builds for it. There's a street tune. Um, that only gets you like Go an extra down, 50 horsepower, and there's another uh, performance. That. Wow, that's a rocket. That's that's nuts. a that's a fuck yeah, yeah that's bro. a rocket, dude. That thing, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't oh my know god, I missed my bug eye. I didn't know that. I I've seen an ESX VA, and I knew that they had about 400 wheel, but I didn't. Re- I I never knew that they did it for uh, seats though. They're just re- I mean, they're just, the now. they're just reupholstered SDICs, but I know, but yeah. like they look gangster in red. They do look gangster. Yeah. That's true. That car was super sick. No, that's yeah, that's sick as fuck, hey, dude. I'm with. Can that. we take a moment to talk about Homeboy's T-shirt though? <laughs> Wait, go back the T-shirt. What's up with the T-shirt? <laughs> Why is it always it was, like the nerdiest looking dudes on dude. the planet? Right? <laughs> well, he's actually the guy that owns okay. ESX, and he it. now owns a multimedia company where he actually makes movies. But it, oh, fair it, enough. All like they they built another version of this car. Correct. Like there's an ESX BRZ too. Did they really? Did it have the the Vortec on it? No answer for that. First of all, I anyway, a, a BRZ or an FT86 with a blower on it is one of the best cars on the planet. Don't even fucking at me. Like, 300 horsepower out of that car? Bitch tits. Ooh. Real yeah, talk. I'll give you that. That's cool. That's so sick. Yeah, that thing is super sick. Okay. So I'm going to finally introduce myself an hour and 15 minutes in the chat because <laughs> um, <laughs> we've been bo- everything derailed uh, my name is alex i have a 19 Bro. uh sti it is black i wish it wasn't i wanted a white one because i've had four black cars in a row it is a uh, grim speed stage two puts down about 311 wheel horsepower 316 wheel torque it's on isd suspensions and one dampers um i'm not flexing on k-dubs like some of the some of the people. proletariat <laughs> in the chat 
in the group. <laughs> I have a nasty rear end clunk that I'm trying to get rid of right now because it. Where are the coils? It, it's it's just it's the preload. It's one thousand percent the preload. But anyway, um, yeah. So three hundred eleven wheel horsepower, three hundred eleven, three hundred sixty wheel torque. It's not slow. It ain't quick, but it ain't slow. And uh, it's my second STI. I had a fifteen. I had a fifteen, which got traded in for a twenty fourteen Chevy SS, which I won't even bother to share with the group because it makes my heart hurt every time I think about the fact that I traded in for a Fiesta ST. Don't look uh, sideways. Oh God! Oh. Listen, <laughs> okay, right? No, uh, I, I, I know. Know. no, no, uh, we gotta oh, take God. a moment Doug, to laugh about that. Doug, uh, we gotta take when a the owner of the that. dealership comes out while you're trading in your car and says, "Are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, See, I don't have a choice. I'm sorry. No, for real. Long and short of it was, I was um, commuting 70 miles one way, and a hot, nasty LS3 didn't make a lot of sense in in that doing 140 miles round trip. Uh, just the situation. Tommy wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. Um, if it make the only thing that makes me feel better is the fact that it was a 14, so it didn't have adaptive suspension, it didn't have a manual, and it didn't have launch control. So it's not like I turned in a holy grail SS. I turned okay. in just an SS, right? So it has six okay. LADE. I had springs on it. Chris has seen it bitch was clean but yeah. it wasn't like top of the mountain clean so i'll let it go with that um long-term goals are uh i think with every sti guy including mike 400 wheel would be a nice goal i am still uh i grew up running canyons took a very long break from really performance driving so i'm just trying to get acclimated with the chassis car needs a driver mod is the long and short of it um Long-term goal is 400 horsepower, nice little wheels. I am not into stancing out my car. I think that there are far too many VA STIs that are ruined with big-ass wings and canards and slammed to the ground, which ruins the entire point. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but John's taking a really interesting stance on his STI, not going to lower it. He wants it to be closer closer to what it's... Oh, not even rally car, but just like, hey, yeah, I have this snow I can put in there, this and that, and it'll take it, right? So you, you've taken a really cool route with yours in the sense that definitely you're leaning into the all-wheel drive end of it as far as yep. the terrain handling versus like me and Mike who are more into the, uh, like just running through a canyon in the dry. When the weather sucks, we oh, just yeah. won't run, right? Like we just oh, won't yeah, run no, the road. I'm on mine in the snow. <laughs> right, exactly. No, for sure. Yeah. Right. So, and, and I'm kind of on the same road as Mike, as where it's like, you know, it's probably going to end up with some 19 Sierra Kwamis. I We won Michelins. Yep. Uh, 400 horsepower, do some interior mods. And uh, as Chris knows, I'm really into super clean street style builds, real street cars, not show cars, not stance cars, like dailies with power that can, you can put through a canyon. And still function, function. Over form. Exactly. They yeah. function, but they look good, right? You can have both. As the Instagram will tell you otherwise, but you can have a car that looks good and drives well at the same time. You just 100%. can't. You can't. Like, you're never going to be able to slam it. You're not going to roll frame. You don't need bags. You can run nope. a nice set of coilovers, have a nice ride, drive it every day, take your kids to school. Yes, mine is ignorantly loud. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like that's like a like a pathway if you own a Subaru. Like, is it has to be loud and obnoxious? Like, 
It is not true. Only... No, not true. My well, my exhaust isn't loud. What exhaust do you have on here, John? To a point, uh, Costa. Okay, okay. Or Corsa, Corsa. Corsa, yeah. So I have a um, I am running a Grim. So I mean, if you don't know what a stage two is, it's a Grim speed intake, electronic boost, boost control solenoid. I have a AM fuel pump, uh, Grim speed catted downpipe, and then a Remark cat back exhaust. Which is essentially straight pipe because they don't have any mufflers. They just have a resonator mm-hmm. and shit, so it's loud. But the the positive end of owning an SCI is, um, and I can attest to this because I just heard a straight piped Civic Type R today earlier. <laughs> we were sitting having lunch. Is it is the best sounding four banger on the planet. Do not yep. fucking at me, bro. Like it is the only yep. and and. Uh, I'm probably in the minority of the sense that I will will throw headers on it at some point, and they will be unequal length, and I don't yes. care because I will lose 20 horsepower to not sound like a Honda, and I don't yes. care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. Every tuner on the planet will tell you, run equal length headers, they're more efficient, yada yada. Don't I'm, care. Not, I'm not running don't for care. 700 horsepower. 400 is fine, and I can do it with an inch and three quarter unequal length header, well, and it will still sound tits. I'll be uh, running Ecolink headers on the Mustang at some point in time. But it's a Mustang, right? Like, yeah, but I have it, I mean, I feel like a Mustang can't I can't sound bad, at least your generation. No, like, yeah. listen. Not, they can't sound bad, but I want mine to sound unique. Mine sounds okay. unique. It did. It sounded unique before because of the Tri-Y headers that I had modified right. to fit the GT40P heads. Because those heads are different than most of the other Ford heads because they're... Right. Uh, more towards the hemispherical style. So you're the only to... like Ford guy here. So like you're literally educating yes. everybody in the chat, which is tight. So yeah, I would love yeah. to learn more about the shit. So okay, the GT40P head is one of Ford's most high flowing heads from the factory. Okay. Um, they are also more towards a hemi style cylinder head because the spark plug comes directly into the cylinder versus at an angle. Okay. So straight from the so top. So the Hemi, the hello, uh, not hi, from D. the top, from directly in from the side. Okay, hi. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's similar to the Hemi style. They were tr- that's Ford's version of it. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> she's just like, um, and she's got. Everybody <laughs> likes to know, fiance, right? Yeah. Ross. For now, um, so soon to be Ben Allen. Right. Yes. So that's Ford's. Uh, basically high performance head um i'm gonna have that port and polished i've already got uh, upgraded valve springs for it and then drop that on but yeah because of the style of head you have a very limited options as far as exhaust manifolds you could put onto it okay um so i had triwise on my original 289 um and i ended up with an extra set of them and so i took some of the piping and i cut it down and i used that to modify the triwise on my engine now to compensate for the angle of the spark plugs so cylinder cylinder five i Uh. widened the arc of the exhaust tube to clear the spark plug Hmm. okay so you end up with a really unique exhaust note, long and short of it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So and and like for and again like, there's only two. I'm a V8 dude that doesn't have a V8, right? <laughs> you guys are both like V8 dudes. Like, listen, bro. Listen, 
I already told Chris that I would swap him his marrow for my STI for a week whenever he wants it. Whenever he's ready, bro. You have I'm front down. space you can see. Yeah. Yeah, it's all great until you've Fair got enough. 100 wheel, bro, and then you'll miss your marrow. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as soon as he tries to get on that on-ramp and pass somebody and it don't pass nobody, yeah. he's a problem. Well, listen, like, mine's like, faster up, than yours. On. Mine's quicker than yours, so I have less of that problem, but I do. That's see. true. Not by it ain't by much. That's true. Um, so if it, I've been a I've been a GM kid my whole life. Like '69 Marrow has been my dream car literally as long as I can remember. But if I have to say one thing about Fords, that isn't a dig. In all honesty, the nine inch. That one, the nine inch is way stronger <laughs> than a ten bolt. Like a ten bolt is a piece of shit, right? So like the nine inch is the nine inch is the nine inch for a reason. There's a ton. How many fucking yep. drag marrows run nine inches out there? Like I'll wait. All you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. But um, Tim, are the engines you're awake there, buddy? Are the engines engine? Tim's just stoned. Are the engines yeah. bigger? Yes. <laughs> are they heavier? Yes. Are they less efficient? Absolutely. Do they sound better? unequivocally yes. like a yes. yodi a nice cammed yodi with a solid exhaust even yeah. if it's 90 horsepower down on an ls3 yeah. that right it does sound better you can't Sounds argue so it they have a bark they have a growl ls's are full-on fucking drag motors they don't always have to sound good they're fast as sh- that's and that's chevy's yep. thing right it's like no it doesn't sound good maybe you can't see out of it maybe the interior rattles them apart but it's fast as fuck yeah, yeah. It goes fast. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Right? They they perform the best. It doesn't matter if it's in a straight line or around a track or whatever. The Chevy will beat the Ford, but the Ford will do it in more style and sounding better. So it's really yep. just a matter. So of... This this thing right here. Yeah. Is gonna be chasing down Kid. I believe that. You're also you're gonna be way lighter than Kid. Oh yeah. And I'm not even just talking pounds. about drivers. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, question, My car question. is 2,400 pounds. When, <laughs> when you're wait, wait, done with that Mustang, um, if I get my Audi tuned to like 400, 450 horsepower, will that thing chase down my Audi? For sure. Which co- what what car? The Mustang. My Audi. If I your Mustang. If I oh, tune yeah, my yeah, Audi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have a thousand horse. You have a thousand pounds. On me. Yeah, that's so true. that that's it really comes down to driver ability at that point. Yeah. On paper, he would have all of the potential of running you down in the world because yeah. his power to weight. So if you're making 450 and he's making 450, right? And you're at what's your curb weight? Like 3,800 pounds? I think it's a little more than that, but it's <laughs> it's, it's about cool. four grand. Dude, it's like about those, four grand. Those, okay, those so, Audis are heavy, bro. So you're okay. So you have the same power to weight as my SS did, right? Because I yep. was four hundred and fifteen horsepower at four thousand thirty nine eighty flat, right? So let me put it to you like this: in my SS, right, I could run down any Mobar short of a Hellcat with no problem, purely based on the fact that I was five hundred pounds lighter. Yeah. Which is not even a ton of weight. Like five hundred I mean nope. five hundred pounds is a lot of weight. But, but that's, hard, that's, right? that's having two people in your car. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. right. So if you it so here's the thing. Depending on mechanical because you're I mean, John's going on mechanical grip, period, right? So how big is yep. your tire? How well does it hook? How's your gearing set up? Whatever, right? How well yep. can you launch it? Versus your incredibly complex all wheel drive system that's giving you all the legs in the world. If he can launch his car within 
four tenths of how well your computer launches your car, he will have you in a quarter. Yeah. Yep. Purely and based on weight. And Purely down. based yep. on weight because his engine has to work a thousand pounds easier than yours does. Yeah. Now Wait. in a in a, when you and I'm you, producing more torque. Oh, also I'm so true. excited for that. Also that's true. Be so bad. No, that's a cool matchup. Like that's a fucking cool yeah. matchup, and that's I think that's what makes that's what's fucking really sick about being a car guy in general, right? Is that like mm-hmm. there's so many factors that go into it, right? So you can be definitely like like we've talked in the chat ad nauseum to the merits of an RS3, right? Which is a sixty thousand yeah. dollar car that with a thousand dollars in mods runs nines on street tires. Yep. Every single long. fucking all time, over and right. over and over, without fail, it'll run a nine one nine yep. two nine three over and over over over. Right? That's crazy. Right. That's fucking crazy. Because when you think, I mean, and John will tell you, the amount of money that you'd have to pour into that sixty five to have it run nines mm-hmm. any day of the week, in in any atmospheric pressure with any tire pressure yep. and any heat, <laughs> way more than sixty one thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, right. You're yeah. in the eighty thousand dollar range to make sure that thing runs a nine. Any so that's why the, the good RS- news is there is a good news. So fifteens are considered a complete drag style tire or a race style tire. So they don't offer standard street tires in a fifteen inch rim anymore. So it no is shit. completely R triple eights. Like it's all dot legal slicks. Yeah. Like it's so you yeah, get some it's solid race tires. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you won't be able to go more than three thousand miles on it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but I mean, he's it what it is, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just—I mean—that's what I think. That is a. I think that the the biggest thing is if you listen to a lot of automotive podcasts, they have their bias, right? Like. Yeah. I've listened to the Smoking Tire for years, and over the years, I have you know Matt Farah as an individual has come up in the world. He makes more money, and uh, he'll say very openly, he's like, I don't want to drive your fucking built STI anymore when he does his one take, which is why he has Zach Clapman do all the one takes. He's mm-hmm. done with it, right? He's now escalated into the position where he's driving Z06s and 911s and McCon- and this and that, and it's like, yeah, dude, like, there's a lot of people. Let's keep it real. There are a lot of people that make the kind of money where they can afford those cars. Yep, right. And I think any one of us talking now, like if any one of us could afford a Carrera T, we'd buy it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, why not? Like, yeah. the Carrera oh, T, yeah. right. Okay, right. It's, oh, the yeah. cheapest, it's the cheapest 911. It's still the best car you can buy for the money. Period. Hell yeah. I don't yeah, drive a shit. 100%. Right. It's definitely exactly. a car. Right. And so at that, but here's the thing. It's like when you get to that level of money, there is no argument. Like, yeah, the 911 is no. the best car. Everybody knows that 911 is the best car. Whether or not you like Porsches, the 911 is unequivocally the best car. Now, if you get into the 500,000, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, maybe you have a 720S, or you have this, or you yeah. have that. How many of dudes like us can actually afford that shit? None. Period. That's it, right? Yeah. And yeah. there's so much content on the internet that leans towards the dudes. Like, everybody wants to see how a, a 720 performs against a Veyron or a Chiron. Well, yeah. I don't have access to either. And like fuck right. a 918 <laughs> and fuck a Chiron and like like normal dudes aren't driving that shit. They never will. No, right. 918 right. is pretty badass. Nine, no, no, no. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a 918. <laughs> I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a 918. But at the op- at, at the level of fuck that we operate on, that car might as well not exist. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it might as well be a million dollars. It might as well be a mythical yeah. character. It might as well be a unicorn. It's yeah. as real to me as Prototype. a unicorn. Like I, right. No, I saw McLaren send it person. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'll never be able to drive this. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's I like when care. you see videos online. It's like you see all these videos reviews like of the what Austin Martin Bolton versus like the Porsche 918. It's like this is, and then they come down to the conclusions like, oh yeah, if you want a track car, the Vulcan's a car to buy. I'm like, when the fuck? Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But even like 1320 now, like, like, and, yeah. and listen, I get that there's a lot of dudes that street race out there and they, and they generate enough funds through street racing to afford hundred thousand dollar, $150,000 street race rigs. But these dudes that are doing airstrips in, you know, underground racing stage two hurricanes, yeah, yep. right. Like, like we're not, not there, bro. And there's a ton <laughs> yeah. of people that are, or Calvo sixteen hundred Vipers. Like, we're like, I'm never gonna own a sixteen hundred. Sorry, fucking yeah. daddy didn't leave me a trust fund. Yeah, no. <laughs> or like, they didn't start a weed growing business seven years before it was cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. Or like, I didn't win my car off of eighty eighty, but like, oh. <laughs> <laughs>